Listening Dog Media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums. Telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you. You can, you can drop in on us anytime. That's the whole point of a podcast. I've only just realised. <laughs> you know that we listen to all around the world in uh, different countries. Wouldn't it be great if we knew how to say hello to everyone in all those different languages? I don't. Good day. Bonjour. There's one. <laughs> yeah. Hola. <laughs> oh, gosh. This could go on forever. I'm so sorry, everyone. We're so juvenile sometimes, aren't we? Well, South Africa is one of the big places where they listen to us. How do you say hello in South Africa? Huyamora, oh, I think. Yes, like that. I think so. Is that goodbye? We're working with Kuka throughout this series. Kuka taps are a brilliant addition to any family home. Having one in the kitchen gives you quick and easy access to boiling water. Plus, they're kind to the environment, only using the exact amount of water needed every time. Kuka taps use less energy than boiling and reboiling the kettle whenever you need hot water too. The whole tank is heated using just 10 watts of electricity. The Kuka tap reduces water and power waste and saves busy mums time when making their morning cup of coffee, washing up and cooking their kids' tea. So to learn more about Kuka, visit their website, kuka.co.uk, spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. Hello, how are you doing? How's it? How's it? That's a good one. A lot of people in South Africa, all my right, we just go, ha, how's it? As in, how is it? How's it? How's it, men? And everyone's a man. Yes, men, no men. Hello to everybody who's in South Africa, uh, especially my brethren who are in Cape Town. We're coming up to the um, springtime. Summer is upon us. We are here in the UK going into a miserable winter. So you are very, very lucky. You are. Can we come over and live with you, please? (laughs) I don't want to be in this country. How are you? I'm all right. I'm I'm not bad. I'm just just trying to sort out the Jenny Powell smile because, yeah, I've got a bit of dentistry to do, to be fair. I've had one lot of implants, which we spoke about in detail, i.e. my boobs. Which look fabulous. 
so next I'm working on my implants in my mouth. Oh, God. Not boobs in my mouth. Oh, that sounds saucy, doesn't it? <laughs> Jenny Powell's talking about having a boob in her mouth. No, 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 no. Not that kind of implant. Yeah, I need some implants in my mouth. But me and you both, we're all a bit sort of like holistic, aren't we? And I'm like... What are those implants? I don't want any metals in my body, blah, 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 having just had my boobs done. So that's such a contradiction. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've been I've been promised that titanium is as good as it gets, so I should be all right. Okay. Yeah, words of Robbie Williams, titanium. Well, I've got no choice, to be fair. Otherwise, I'm just going to, I've just, I'll just look like the dad out of Steptoe and Sons. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen that for years. I love that. If anybody is too young to know, it's worth Googling. Steptoe says, and he used to talk like that. Yeah. Oh, you dirty, dirty, dirty boy. You have to look it up, everyone. But basically, his dad, he was a rag and bow man. And if you don't, it's not the guy that sings all those cool songs now at festivals. Not him. No, this is a proper rag and bow man. And his dad, who just live in this squalor. In the East End, I think, isn't it? And uh, I can't believe we're on Hot Mess Mum's talking about. Do you know how old that is? There are apps, there are actually episodes oh. of that in black and white. I used to binge watch it. I absolutely love really old comedies. And yeah, there are ap- there are episodes of that in black and white. And do you know also that apparently those two hated each other? Even though it was really? so successful. Yeah, so it goes. So the story says yeah. that they didn't get But on. they kind of hated each other on that show, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, right, we digress. Dad, yeah, I, I, I've got as many teeth as his dad has. Anyway, yeah, we do digress. No, all good, all good. On good. The, I've got uh, Pollyanna's birthday uh, is imminent, but she's sulking because oh, no. she's got exams, so she's decided. You know, when not just kids, but we all, sometimes you're in that kind of mood where you've just decided it's not great. It's not going to be a great day or yes. you've been really unlucky or the world's against you and you just decide and you won't let it go. Yeah, it's the monkey oh. monkey jar syndrome when the, you put stuff in a jar for a monkey and then the monkey puts a hand in and then the monkey can't get it out, uh, grabs hold of something and can't can't get it out and they keep trying and trying and trying and that's that's called the monkey jar syndrome and that's what you get when you just decided that that's keep it. Going on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, my morning could have been like that today actually, but I flipped it. Yeah, good girl. Yeah, I flipped it. But it's harder when you're 14, if you're Polly's age, you don't really... Yeah, you get distracted, yeah. You do, you get fed up, don't you? you know? Oh yeah, you do. You can't say to a 14-year-old, like, come on, let's flip it. Let's look at all the positives. No. They're just going to say, get out of my face, like, and shut the door in your face, you know, so bless her. She'll have a lovely birthday. It's nothing, a helium balloon. A badge. They always like a badge, especially they're going to school. They like to have a badge because it, it, it means a lot when you're going to school because it's just that I don't have to tell anyone, but everyone knows it's my birthday. And uh, obviously it's the, uh, I used to go to huge expense to make all these bespoke cakes, you know. That's gone. Yeah, I'm just going to go down the supermarket and get the cheapest one. They're just as good. Honestly, I think they are. <laughs> the candles cost more than the bloody cake. I had all Avis made and it cost, cost me a lot of money. And I have Heath's done as well. And I just pray for the day where that all stops, really, and I can just go to m and I think we went to m and for Avers this year. Yeah, because she's too old now to have it all. But he wants a Spider-Man one done again. I've got a friend who does them, and she's amazing. But she's in the northeast in Newcastle, and I can't get up there for heat. So I- well, Spider-Man could just, maybe the cake will just jump across the rooftops. Oh, I'd love it to. Spider-Man style. Oh, yeah, what? you know, if it's proper Spider-Man cake, it would. Exactly. Or if I was Victoria Beckham, someone else would take care of all that and it would all be done, as I like Absolutely. to say. Absolutely. Yeah. She's looking good, though. Yeah, she looks great. Pouty, but good. I'd love to be her. 
It's my go-to mm. phrase in this house. If I was Victoria Beckham, this wouldn't be like this. If I was Victoria Beckham, <laughs> I wouldn't want to kill you all right now because I'd have everything done. <laughs> hey ho, I'm not. So you're feeling all right. You flipped it. You oh. flipped it. Why have you got to flip it? What happened? So I had six kids from 6am this morning. A friend of mine's going in for an operation and I offered to have them. She's got four. So with my two, six and take them to school. So they all arrived. I had all fruit done, pan of chocolates, pancakes all out on the table. Very middle class. Yeah. Very um, middle class, isn't it? Them. They were running riot. The lot of them. My two are the worst. Then in between, the man was coming to fix the cooker and he turned up early at eight o'clock, the same time as the Asda shop delivery. That's awful. All on the doorstep at the same time. No, that's not good. And your delivery for Land Summers. That arrived as well. I bet that was embarrassing. Oh, bloody hell. What, what's Land Summers? What's all of that? I don't know. Um, yeah, Ava Lily insisted on packed lunch. Everything was a nightmare. And then, of course, I realised that, you know, I've only got a little Audi A1. I'm not going to be able to get them all in the car. So I had to put the boys in, ferry them to the village school, get the girls to stay here with the cooker man, come back, pick the girls up and take them down as well. What a morning. Ah, but uh, you're a good friend, though. It's a little op. And she, bless her, she bought them this beautiful basket of goodies for the new puppy to say thank you. Oh, gosh. Imagine if she just did a runner and left with four kids. I know. So I flipped it because after that, I had a FaceTime with my school friend who we went to play school, primary you school, did, secondary school. school. She lives in Cornwall, but our families are in Rutland. Yeah. And mum and my nan. And we're still in touch and I love it we see each other at least once twice a year so I flipped it because I thought I'm really lucky that I can FaceTime her and have half an hour with her she's just gorgeous I promised Georgia I'd give her a mention in the podcast today so yeah I flipped it around and thought how lovely is that don't look at any of the stressful stuff it's all done oh how lovely see you just need someone who's a bit of a tonic I did that actually on a on Friday, or was it Saturday, my gay best friend came round. Apparently, uh, uh, all this hokey, wokey, wokey. I don't know if I can say a gay best friend anymore, but I am. Clive. He's quite, yeah, Clive is happy to be my gay best friend. Can you say gay best friend? I don't know. I don't see why not. Yeah, I am. It was great. It was really funny. He won't mind me saying, but, you know, he's got a bit of a belly on him, Clive, now. He's at that stage in his life. He's going to be 60 soon, but he's let himself go. Sod it, I've said it. But my sofa is really low. Like it's really squishy. You know, my big navy yeah, blue Yeah, the blue one. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, but the funny thing is with Clive, he just slides off it. And, and, and I, I sort of like talk to him sort of like we're face to face. And by the end of the night, he's sort of, I'm looking down at him. And the only way he can get off it is he has to roll <gasps> over onto all fours. <laughs> onto the floor to get off. Oh my God. This oh. is and then all his stuff, oh. and his tummy's hanging out of his bloody jumper, you know, because oh. he's all up. Clive. And then he goes to me, and then Martin comes in, and he's like, Martin, have you got anything I can wear? He said, these jeans are too, they, I can't, I'm really uncomfortable, you know, because obviously, yeah, he's, he's, he's decided we're just going to sit and slob on the sofa, and he's got his jeans on, which are really, really too tight. So Martin, like, you know, chipped out Mount, Mount Olympus, um, he's like, oh, yes. I see what I can find. And then the funniest thing, I thought, oh my gosh, I remember buying, you know, Bowden, that, that clothing company, and everyone loves the pajama pants for dads. And I remember ordering the wrong size um, at Christmas. I did a job lot of those, those sort of like lovely um, flannel pajama pat bottoms. And I ordered extra, extra large. And then I never sent them back. So I was like, hold on a minute. Bowden tartan pajama pants from 2010. They're still in the cupboard. Yay! Uh, How good so is that? 
<laughs> so yeah so he rolled off the sofa and then we're sitting there watching this movie and I did I don't know if you've ever done this or anyone else has I, d- I think it's something to do with having kids and you just you've got brain fog and I sit down and say yeah this movie's going to be great we're sitting there going yeah it's brilliant yeah yeah, yeah it's brilliant. and then literally it was only one hour 45 minutes long and after one and a half hours I went I think I've seen this film <laughs> <laughs> So I watched it and Clive's like, are you kidding me? We've watched this for one and a half hours and we're right. And now you tell me you think you've seen it. And I went, oh yeah, I have. I'm bored now because I know what happened. So then I was distracted. He said, Jenny, I haven't seen it. I've got 15 minutes left just because you realise you know the film and you know what the ending is. Stop it. Stop it. So I was trying to, yeah, I nearly ruined the film for him. So we had a very funny movie night. Yeah, it's good having a gay best friend. Yeah, he sounds lovely. I really want to meet him. Yeah. I'd love to roll yeah, off the will. sofa you with will. him. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> that was good fun. So there's been some nice things to do. It sounds like we're all in pretty good stead, aren't we, considering what's looming? Oh, God, yeah. Tara's going to ask you about that because I think you've always got lots of really good s- kind of um, calming advice because I think, yeah, Christmas obviously is just around the corner. I think lots of people are finding it so overwhelming, particularly because of everything in the world. So it's like, isn't it? I haven't really got my head into gear with it all yet, but I don't know. What what do we do? Do we just take our time with it and say what doesn't get done, doesn't get done? You know, what do you think this year? I do, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a great idea, Kelly. Um, I think just deciding like now that you're not to get overwhelmed is a good idea because um, it's your thoughts. They race away with you, don't they? It's that you can, you don't even have to, you know, ask most of our listeners but you wake up and there's there's a thought that you can't even control that's just sprung into your head and it's normally a worry isn't it something you're worried about something's going to get you anxious the minute you the minute you wake up even if you haven't even opened your eyes um I'm doing it now and I think that whole Christmas thing and that Christmas panic is going to be one of those little naughty thoughts that's in your head when you wake up in the morning um just because you know things are tight uh and also, there's this horrible sort of like looming unknown of what's going to happen in January and February. And I think everyone's really got to be, you don't want to go mad, do you? Because that's the problem. Everyone will sort of maybe get put their head in the sand and think, oh, well, you know, it's Christmas. Well, you know, maybe say it's Christmas and we've got to be careful and, and don't don't overdo it. Don't overdo it for yourself and don't overdo it when it comes to, you know, if you have a spending. I said, I mean... It's not a bad thing to say, but you, you can be clever with it. And, you know, maybe you have to have a conversation with everyone. My mum's already done it with um, Polly and Connie. And she said, look, I think we should all just have one present each. But I don't blame her. She came I... out with it. She said, you know, you've got to realise, you know, this is these are tough times. And also she said, what, what, you, you, you may be lucky, but other people aren't. And do you really want all that stuff? And she said, and I heard her chatting to Pollyanna. I was, um, I was in a different room. You know, mum's generation, you know, she's 90. She lived in South Africa, six kids, you know, in, in District 6 with nothing. And um, she said, you know, it, it, what's it really all about, Pollyanna, you know? Uh, and we had a lovely Christmas, but we didn't have a penny. Um, uh, but, we, we, you know, we had each other and we did fun games and we made things for each other. And uh, she said, you know, especially the world, the way the world is at the moment, maybe it's time to think about that and respect the fact that, you know, we don't have to, we don't have to splurge and be so indulgent. Um, 
And I agree, actually. I'm quite happy to do that. I think she's so right. You know, I know we hear those stories from our mums, our nans. My nan's the same, you know, she's the same age as your mum and says the same things, that they had great Christmases, but they had nothing. Um, And Chris was saying yesterday, he was like, he's made sort of an ideas list for the kids. And he's, all the things he's sort of got are things that, you know, they need that are useful. And, and Ava's seen a coat in Zara she likes and she's kind of, and she wants a, you know, a football scarf and she's asked me for that and just little thing. But he said to me, I don't want to get them all this rubbish and all this plastic rubbish that they get and that all breaks and we, you know, you clear it out and chuck it the next year. He said, I think we, we pull back this year a little bit. The other thing to do with the kids as well, I've said, right, well, it is Christmas. You've got loads of stuff you don't want anymore. So let's, and, and I sort of played on the fact, right, what would be a nice Christmas present if I take this down to the charity shop or to the hospital? What would be something nice for other children at Christmas that you've got here? Uh, that worked really well. And Polly was like then thinking and, and being conscious of it and saying, oh, that's a bit broken. Oh, there's a, there's a real proper, this is a Christmas themed teddy. So that'd be really good for someone, you know, and, and, and you're sort of growing those ideas, aren't you, with them and that you know without without having to lecture and you know she really enjoyed doing that. I think that's a lovely idea the fact that the bin line is still by the door <laughs> and I've got to get it to the right place is another yeah. story but we're on it yeah. it will be on its yeah. way by today. that's a great idea you know my um my my PT Shelley I think you'll love this they've decided in their family that instead of buying each other a gift they're all going to donate money to a charity they want to donate and she she loves dogs so hers is for a rescue home and that's what they're going to do so they have a set amount and they're all giving it to a, a charity, her, her son, her mum, her dad, rather than buy each other gifts. Because she said, we've got everything. What do we need? What? Why put ourselves under that? Why not give? You know, and I, I thought that was a, a lovely idea. I mean, her son's obviously grown up. So I think it's a bit easier then. You know, he's sort of in his 20s. So um, <clears throat> it's probably easier to do them when you've got little kids. But I still, I think that's a, a nice idea. Because I think people get really stressed about what to buy as well. And so, yeah. why are you buying it, you know? It's like, why are you getting stressed about, mm. you know, don't buy, it's ridiculous. You know, if you really think about exactly that, what are you getting stressed about? And if it's what you're buying everyone and Christmas lists and all that, then that's not, you know, it's not really worth getting stressed over it. Not at the, not at the moment. There's plenty of other things, really. Um, so I think... I think deep down, everyone's probably thinking the same. You know, you can, it's worth having a chat with everyone at home and the kids, etc. you know. Even Connie already said, Mum, I don't want anything. I'm just happy to come home and see everyone. And, you know, she said, we don't need to do this thing where we've all got to go on this big shopping day and come back with all these bags full of stuff. And even visualising it now, it just seems wrong. Our hot mess mums telling it like it is. Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. We are working with Kuka over this whole series and we'll be showing you the difference having one of their incredible taps can make to your home life. So you're loving your new sparkling water that you've had installed as part of the Kuka tap, the cube. Yeah, it's unbelievable. First of all, when I had the um, Kuka tap installed a couple of years back, you know, for the hot water that you've got now, uh, that was a game changer. But now I've got filtered sparkling water, which is chilled. And you can choose like 50 to 100% bubbliness. 
or should I say carbonated water. I don't drink water, you see, because I don't at home because I don't like still water. And I, I thought I'm not buying loads of sparkling bottles and bottles of sparkling water. So I just don't drink water. So of course, it's completely changed everything. The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. I think you're right. It does feel a bit wrong. I just think it's gone too far. I think over the past so many years, it's all been about how much people get, what you buy and all of that kind of stuff. And it isn't about that really, is it? It's about having a break and having your family, having some nice food and a bit of fizz and just chilling out really. That's what it should be about. Yeah. So, you know, I'm with you. That might help a few people, who knows. But definitely do the clear out of their toys and stuff and say, right, you know, it's Christmas. Mm. Because then I think all the hospitals and a lot of the charities and um, a lot of the children's hospitals, et cetera, be really appreciative anyway and and, and sort of the um, charity shops too. So that's a tick the box. I like it for everybody. Kelly Pegg, Jenny Powell, Hot Mess Mums. I'm really naughty because I let Ava Lily watch things she probably shouldn't. We, her and I love Modern Family. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, oh, yeah. And we've binge watched it. Oh, no, I'm the same. Yeah. That's the problem. It depends who you, your telly partner is. And quite often it is your kids, isn't it? And you're like, oh. I mean, Pollyanna watched the whole of Game of Thrones and she was only like nine. Oh, cool. And Outlander, which is so raunchy. Is it? At 13. She doesn't have to have any uh, sex education lessons because she's watched Outlander with her mum. Well, I'm going to have to Google that. I don't know what that is. Yeah, we just... Uh, oh, you'll love it. Great. You'll be obsessed, okay. let me tell you. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's kilts and... Oh, all, kilts and all sorts going on. Snot on. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we just have a pillow. We've got, like, this token pillow. So if there's anything inappropriate, she, token, puts a pillow in front of her face. Obviously, I'm like, yeah, she's seen everything. She can see around the corners. But yeah, so there's that, isn't there? But no, I don't know what you do about that. I suppose you're supposed to be a decent parent and not let them watch, but that's inconvenient because that means I can't watch it. It is sometimes. Chris tells me off sometimes. I'll find something on Netflix and be like, oh, this looks good. And he'll say, that's a that's a 15, she can't watch that. And he comes in, whereas if he wasn't there, I'd say, oh, it'll be all right, Chuck. Come on, we'll watch it, chicken, watch it's okay. It, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I took her to the football um, <clears throat> a few weekends ago and um, you know what that can get like. And there were these guys behind us and the language was choice. And I had my yeah. hands over her ears at times. I mean, I don't think she knew what they were saying, but she knew it wasn't okay. Because she said, mummy, why are they so angry? And where where have those words come from? And I was, every time they went to open their mouth, hands, and I thought, oh no, I don't think I can take you again because I can't have that. But you, I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? Because you can't shelter them completely, can you, from everything? Well, no, you can't. And the problem is, you know, the way the world is and everything they're seeing anyway on, um, you know, their gadgets and YouTube and all the rest of it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've got, I've been very relaxed about it all. And what it does mean is that Pollyanna's, you know, it's not a novelty. Because it's like, yeah, so what? It's a bad word. I've heard it before. And sometimes if she wants to relay something to us that somebody has said, she always goes, uh, can I say this word just because I'm telling you about this, you know, what this person said. And I'm like, yeah, say it. And she said it and she goes, oh, and that's it. I thought, well, she's got it out there now and it's fine. But I don't know. That's It's it's complicated. Yeah, I'm a bit relaxed about it. It is. You know, but it it's is. it's for your choice. 
Yeah. Now, I know there's one TV programme. I'm not watching it all, but you've got it banned in your house. Your lovely mum wanted to watch it, but you were like, I don't think so. Not not on my screen. Neither of us are watching it, are we? Oh, yeah. No. No. So. No. I'm a celebrity. Yeah. We're not no watching way. it. No. I don't get it. I don't get why, why anyone would want to watch it without feeling like you're intelligent. You, you know, it's a complete and utter insult of your intelligence. Um because if you've forgotten what's gone on and then you're watching him, you know, on that show as part of light entertainment, that's not entertainment to me. It's outrageous. It's taking the piss, the right royal piss out of us all. That's what it's doing. I don't think he should be allowed to be in there. You know, they know what they're doing. They know it's got the best ratings ever, apparently, hasn't it, or something. And that's because he's in there. So it, it's been done for that effect. And I, and I get it from that point of view. It's, it's not for me, but I don't want to watch him in there. I don't know what's happened. You know, these are people, these politicians that are supposed to help forge our society. I don't want to see them on telly eating kangaroos' testicles. And and I don't think they should be, you know, and especially him. But what he did was he ruined it. Yeah. It, it was The problem is, you know, it's not even someone that, oh, the impact he had on a lot of people's lives one way or another. It's still going on. And, the, you know, and the example that he set, I don't understand why he's there. I really don't. It's a crazy world. I, I I just can't watch it. No, me neither. I'm with you. I'm not afraid to say it. So there you go. I've done a poll actually <laughs> on my Instagram because I'm, I'm interested. I'm going to get on another look. But at the moment, it's like 100% one way. Oh no, what for I him? Think it, yeah, it's 100% against. Oh no, oh no. 55% yes and 45% yes. no. Oh, it might change. It might change oh. soon. Give it some time. It's ruined my day. Oh God! I wanted to ask you: um, Do you think that jealousy? Because you know we don't catch up like normal friends because we don't live close to each other. So if we were closer again, and I was back in Manchester, we'd probably go for a coffee or a cocktail, and I could just talk at you about this over the table. But let's do it on the podcast instead. Do you think jealousy, uh, to a certain extent, is important in a relationship? It's a question that I just I'll throw to you, throw to our hot mess mums. You know. And I'm not talking raging possessiveness, but I'm talking a bit of, you know, a bit of like making you feel. I'm look up what jealousy actually means. And as I said that, my phone just rang and it is my husband now. What, what a coincidence. Yeah, talk about the devil and he will appear. Not being a jealous person, I presume, is because I don't really get it. I don't think it's good for you. I think it chews you up in the end. And I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's a great trait. It's, uh, but I suppose it's not about that. It's about... <laughs> thinking about it's about yeah but you want your partner to be jealous if you know yeah because I'm not jealous of people I don't believe in that either and I think it's a a really bad trait you know to be to look at someone and want what they've got and hate them for it not that kind of stuff but you know just like when you are with somebody that they are a little bit like oh 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 if someone you know because I find with Chris obviously here we go down the tunnel that literally it just I can say to him this happened or I got this so-and-so, I think so-and-so fancies me or something. And he'll just go, and there's just, there's nothing there. And I just don't understand what's going on. And I'm like, have we hit? Like, what is going on right now? You know, I know that you're 54, but how, what, what is this? And it's just like, I don't know. I'm finding it really bizarre that he's just not got that protectiveness and you know and I know this this sounds really silly doesn't it saying this do you think I'm silly saying this? no I don't oh bless you wait you said that but like you're 12 do you think I'm silly saying it oh that's so sweet um no I don't I get it because you want that I mean for you 
it's uh it's kind of that confirmation isn't it that he's still he's still got that sort of passion there and that sort of yeah that passion to protect and that passion about you're my yeah. woman uh, nobody else's how dare they I suppose a little bit yeah and I think that's an element of jealousy that's quite cool is that there's there's obviously an inner passion in it unless it's just completely you know like it, you're a bit out of control um <laughs> and then it is it's sort of pathological yeah, no, jealousy not that. that's yeah Which and I've been there thing. with that one in yeah. a relationship that's not a good thing at all you know yeah um, no it's just no, that wanting but, that bit of a bit more like you know I just yeah I think everyone likes that no no I get it I think everyone likes a bit of that Martin does that quite a lot and goes oh you're a bit jealous then Jenny and he's not saying it for my benefit he's saying it for his benefit like Oh, you're jealous, aren't you? Oh, that's yeah, it's important though, that little bit of, you know, just to let you know that I still care. And if someone likes you, I still want them to know that you don't belong to them and there isn't a hope in hell they can have you. It's just that. And it's, I don't know what's gone on with him lately. Honestly, I just think he's just so, he's so laid back. He's almost horizontal. It's terrible. I just really, I've spent the whole weekend getting really stressed with him about things because of it. Well, I haven't been here actually, but when I have been. But then I suppose what happens is if, if too laid back, then, you know, you go out, you, maybe that other person, i.e. you, will go out of the way to start to try and make them jealous. That's the next step. Chris better watch out. That's the problem. It'd be like, right, you little fucker. I'm going to make you, I have to try and make you jealous then if you're not going to be jealous on your own and you need a bit of a push and shove, then I'm going to have to do it. Yeah. Proactive jealousy making. <laughs> There's such a thing. Re- relationships. I know we did this last week. Minefield. Absolute minefield, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And that, that, thanks for that because uh, my Martin doesn't listen to any podcast, so he listened to the, that one. Did he? Did it help? Yeah. No. Anyway, um, yeah, it's an interesting one. I suppose it, it's good to have a little hint, just a, just a, just your relationship should just have a little seasoning. That's it. Jealousy, I think. A tiny that's little it. bit. You are mine. You know, that's, it's, it is, it's needed. And I think, you know, yeah, I just, uh, I think it's another sign of when you've been together a long time, I think, and someone just becomes a little complacent. But what do we do? I mean, as my friend Kelsey said, she said, for fuck's sake, Chris. And she walks at me, she went, he needs a rocket up his ass. What are we going to do with him? <laughs> well, it depends. I suppose, what does he get passionate about? Oh, God, nothing at the minute, I don't think. But certainly not me, so I don't know. Because that's, that's the thing. It's like, well... All right, okay. So it's not it's not coming my way. So where's it going? Is it like whipping up a dining room table because you like carpentry, or is it I don't know putting some extra fertilizer on the beetroot outside in your in your allotment? Look, come on, just tell me where your passion <laughs> is, and we can go can from we? there. I mean, if it is if it is that that bit of carpentry, just throw me on there, <laughs> legs akimbo, and shove a beetroot up my ass, whatever. But if it brings out the passion. Just, just tell me. I need to know. Oh, do you, last night, <clears throat> Jenny likes it on the dining room table. And she, yeah, she uses vegetables. Um, I am. Um, <laughs> we were arguing last night because we couldn't find something on the telly. We binge watched the, the watcher, and um, I just said to him, "Oh God!" I said, "We just don't have anything in common when it comes to TV, you know." And I, and I, ju- I just said it, and he went, "Well, I don't want to sit here and watch Fifty Shades of Grey." And I turned around and said to him, "Perhaps you fucking well should." 
I said, because actually I think all Ooh. men should watch Fifty Shades of Grey. So it's not what you think. And you should watch things like that, actually. And maybe, and I have a male friend who tells all his, you've met him, Dino, who we had on the podcast. He tells yeah. all his mates, yeah. you need to watch things like that. You should, you know, yeah. actually. Yeah, and I did. I said, perhaps you should, Chris. Well, actually, all right, tell Dino and Chris Outlander then as well, because that'll okay. sort it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's all making sense now. That's it. Consider it a gift. I got there it. I'm going to look at it later. That's my gift oh, to you. I'm so excited. Yeah, on Amazon. on Amazon. Right. Oh, you're so funny. I never think of beetroots in the same light again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks to Kuka for sponsoring this episode. Their taps are great for saving energy as well as time. And when you add a sparkling water cube to your tap, you'll be doing your bet in cutting down on plastic waste as you'll never need to pop out for a bottle of sparkling water ever again. I love it. And the sparkling water tastes amazing. Uh, for more information, visit kuka.co.uk, spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. 